You know what I absolutely love about this program? I love that anybody could be listening at any time. We're going to welcome to the program uh, Duncan Fulton, who is the chief corporate officer for Tim Hortons, listening to the program. Uh, Duncan, you've heard some people saying that, you know, this idea of getting away from the uh, Beyond Meat burger, good idea. Uh, The Beyond Meat, not really uh, pleasing to the Tim Hortons customer. And hopefully it's giving you some hope that people that have left the franchise are willing to give it a second chance. Now I think you need to bring back the Dutchie. (laughs) <laughs> we've yeah. heard that, Kelly. Yeah. We've heard that. You have to make sure they have chocolate dip and, for me, a honey dip here and there. But you want to refute something we were talking about. And, you know, I had heard a story about you guys stealing or Tim, um, McDonald's coming through and stealing what used to be Tim Horton's coffee. I'd heard that story as well. You want to refute that and set the record straight. So I would love that. Yeah, 100%. In fact, you know what? Before I joined the company 18 months ago, I had heard the same thing. I think most people have heard that. Tim's has never changed uh, its beans, its blend, its recipe since 1964. Uh, It's the exact same uh, bean blend that we have today that we had almost 50 years ago. We have our roasting facility in Ancaster, Ontario, roast all of our beans in-house. We probably reject more than 10% of the beans we receive every day. You're going to see some new TV advertising that's starting actually today where we talk about the folks at the roastery that are tasting 300 cups of coffee a day to make sure the consistency is there. How strong so, out are they? <laughs> it's funny that that's, they actually asked that in the TV ad. The guy says he, he sleeps quite well, but I'm not sure if I believe it. <laughs> 300 cups a day. But no, we've never, our competitors have never laid a finger on our beans and they never will. Okay, I'll let me you ask now. you this. How do you think the story started? You know what? I, I, here's what I do think happened. I think we allowed ourselves to fall behind on our brewing technology. I think other people moved to you know, high-efficiency brewers, and we were still brewing coffee in glass pots that we were using 50 years ago. So we sat down with the folks that, that do our brewing technology bun. We custom-made a new high-efficiency brewer with them with 22 modifications on it. You know, we now can brew three pots at once. We're maintaining the 20-minute fresh promise on that. Listen, I think other people made investments in branding, went on TV, went on digital, improved packaging, improved brewing, and we spent a few years in our heels. So but let now, me ask you this, Duncan, like if it, and I'm sure I'm not the only one with this question, but if it wasn't broke, why fix it? Like why try and change the brewing technology? Because people liked the coffee that was being brewed in those pots or, you know, am I kind of misinformed? Like when did, because at some point in time, of a year, years back, and I'm not even sure I could recollect how many years back, but it, the coffee started maybe five years ago. Started to taste slightly different to me. Yeah, look, I think uh, a few things. Number one, you know, we're putting in water filtration right now that we've never had before. You know, the water that you taste in downtown Toronto is different than the water from where I grew up in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Our competitors have put in water filtration to get the same taste across the country. We were behind on that. So what we're doing right now across the country is upgrading the technology. And the reason why is we tested it with tens of thousands of Canadians and head-to-head with the water filtration, with the better brewing technology, with the improvements we've made to our packaging, the more recyclable lid. Um, Head-to-head, everyone that we've tested the new technology with loves the taste of our coffee better, and it gives us a more consistent cup. Are you... Truly going back to basics, will we see, um, you know, Tim Horton start to, to lean heavy on the nostalgia in the in the coming months and years? 
you know, it's a combination of nostalgia with a modern twist. So, you know, everyone in the restaurant industry does what's called limited time offers. And they make sense. You do something candy cane at Christmas. You do something pumpkin spice in the fall. We always did about 20 of those limited time offers a year. And then we went to 30. And then last year we went to 60. And you saw burgers and chicken fingers and cereal. You know, and this is where we began to lose focus on what's always made us famous and what people love us for. So we're saying, listen, we shouldn't be scattered out there with 60 different, you know, limited time offers. We should be focusing on breakfast and donuts and baked goods and coffee, including cold coffee this summer. Uh, and there's a ton of innovation we can do in those categories uh, that people are going to love and will continue to drive growth in the company. What about the idea of doing like a uh, coffee-only line? Would uh, we ever see that, you know, in a drive-thru? Because some people are like, oh, I don't want to wait that long. Oh, you know, it's a good it's a good point. We are actually building a lot more double drive-thrus in, uh, in the, uh, the drive-thru lines, which shorten up the line. The other thing we're doing is this year we're putting digital menu boards into all of our drive-thrus. We do more than half our business in the drive-thru lines. So as we get more into 2021, you'll have the opportunity with our loyalty app that seven and a half million people now have and those digital menu boards, where if you want to turn on automatic reordering, the digital menu board will actually recognize your phone and it will speed up those drive-through lines. All right. Well, we'll we'll have to wait and see about that. I know that people have to, you know, move ahead with technology or be left behind. But I think uh, one of the things we've heard from the listeners time and time again is bring back the old favorites. Make sure they stick around. Make sure the staples are there. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention you need to bring back the cinnamon raisin bagel with peanut butter for our (laughs) listener who's been eating it for 35 years, Duncan. I hear you. Kelly, can we talk about one more thing before I go? Sure, very quickly. I've heard this notion uh, so many times since I joined the company, Tim's just isn't Canadian anymore. And I just want to tell you, on behalf of 1,500 Canadian restaurant owners that own 4,000 restaurants and communities across the country, these owners put more than $60 million a year back into the community through Timbits and Smile Cookie and our foundation camps. we are as Canadian as it gets. And those, and those Canadian restaurant owners, when we talk about shop local, they are local. And they've been in those communities for 50 years and will be for a long time more. Duncan, I appreciate listening to the show and also reaching out to us to clear up some uh, misconceptions. Thank you so much. Happy to chat anytime. Thanks, Kelly. Cheers. Duncan Fulton is the Chief Corporate Officer for Tim Hortons.